Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's how we look in spirit. Yeah. That's how we look in spirit. That's all the equipment we have. Can we be defeated? Can we be defeated? Can we be down? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I didn't understand what you preached last time. I said, before Pastor Craig comes, you will understand. I'll make sure. And before Pastor Craig's skin color turns back to normal, you will have one battle won already. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your seat. I have my armor bearer, Reverend Taylor, who will hold my shield and my sword and walk two feet, two feet around me. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Wear the belt of truth, right? Amen? Amen. What, what, what does that represent? What does that represent? Yeah. Having the redemptive work and having the revelation of that. Amen? We started last time. Having the revelation of the redemption of God in us. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That we are not the old ones. We are not the sinners anymore. We are not those people who are under the kingdom of darkness. Having the full-on revelation of God that we have been redeemed by God. By His own blood we have been purchased out of there. Amen? Hallelujah? Then He said put on your breastplate. Hallelujah? Of holiness of righteousness. Our righteousness is of God. Not of our own ability. Of our God. But our hearts are perfect towards God. Our hearts never leak towards any other place, but only, only, only long and lean towards God. Right. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> and what he said else? Do I have only two pieces? He said put on whole armor. Whole armor. Not only breastplate, not only the truth, but whole armor. Amen? Whole armor. Having the shield of faith. Having the helmet of salvation, having the feet full of ready for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen, how the church will grow? When our feet are ready to speak the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace is in our mouth. It's not in heaven, it's in our mouth. Amen? Amen? You are laughing. You know, these arrows, they represent compromise. They represent that I couldn't take the shield of faith and I let the arrow sink in my head. Many Christians are doing that. Many Christians are doing that. Instead of quenching the darts with what shield of faith, they are letting those, the darts come in their minds. And then what? The defeat is there. When you are called to win, you defeat. How? Why you lose? Because you let those things sink in your mind. Amen? But we are not those. We are not those. We are different people. We are different. We are promise of life church people. We are different. We are the word and spirit. We are those people who will take our, put our whole armor and take the enemy. Amen? Before I lose my helmet, let me remove it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't know that people would understand, but I said, look, you know what? Let's make it. And thank you, Miss Yanath for hours and hours of work. It is not one day, it is not two days, from many days and hours and hours of work 
and how nicely she did. Perfectly she did. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are here to study your word. We are here to take your word in our hearts and let from that word, my Father, the revelation be produced that will help us to move forward, not to go backward, but to move forward and take all that what you have prepared and promised us in the name of Lord Jesus. Holy Ghost, you are the one, not I, you are the one who helps people. Not I, my words are mere words without your help, without your presence, without your anointing. I say my words land in the hearts of people and from those places, my Father, no enemy will steal, but let the fruit come forth. And because the Bible says fruit is what you look and a more and abundant fruit is what you look because it is the fruit that glorifies the Father. And we are here on earth to glorify you like Jesus glorified you. So Father, we bless you, we love you, and we love this word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read again one time. Ephesians. Ephesians 6 chapter. Verse 14. Last time we settled. The line is not outside. The line is inside of us. Remember? We settled that. You guys have any questions? We have settled that the lion is not Satan. He looks like lion. He is not the real lion. He, he, he has appearance like lion. He has a, uh, one common thing with lion. That is, he prays. He seeks his people. He seeks what whom he wants to devour. But he cannot devour everybody. He cannot devour anybody, actually, because we have been given the ability. We have been given this armor. Amen? And the Bible says, resist him. Withstand. Means stand your ground. Doesn't matter how many fiery darts he's throwing. You do not move. You do not run away. Stand your ground and take your whole armor and say, let's take the fight on. Let's take it. If you are into fight, I'm into fight too. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And verse 6, chapter verse 14 says, Having girded with your waist with truth, having put whole armor, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, having, above all, taking a shield of faith with which you can quench the fairy darts of the evil, wicked one, and taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And going back to 11th verse, Put on whole armor of God that you may be able to. Amen. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against the flesh and blood. But against the enemy which is the de de devil. Hallelujah. We don't fight against brothers and sisters. We don't fight among Christians. Yes. The Bible says... <laughs> Not only that, we don't fight even other denominations. We don't fight any other religion or religious people. We are not to fight. We are to just having the feet shot with the gospel of peace, giving them what we have. We are called to do that. We are not to fight. We are to fight only one person, only one enemy we have. Other denominations are not enemy. Other religions are not enemy. The enemy is behind the one who created those things. Hmm? That is the demons. That is the devil. And we are told that we have to put on the whole armor and then what, can get what, what we have to do? The verse 13 says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Having done all to stand, having done all to stand, you are still called to stand. Having fought all the battles, you are still called to stand and stand and stand. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how hard life goes. You are called to stand. Doesn't matter how impossible a situation looks. You are called to stand. Doesn't matter how 
many people are against it, you are the only one standing. You are called to stand. You are called to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are not standing just alone. We are with this armor. I didn't try to, if somebody, some people know me, this was the last thing in the world I would have ever done. Oh my goodness, what I did. Huh? This was the last thing I would have ever done. Hmm? But what came in my heart that I should do it, and I did. So that people can visualize what you have in the spirit. So you can see, because sometimes people need to visualize. Sometimes people need to see with their eyes what we have received from God. He has not left us in the battle without anything and said, oh, let me see how can you come up. No, he has given us everything we need. He has given us every, every single thing we need to fight and to win. To fight and to win. To stand and to win. Hallelujah. 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 And I said the word stand. That's the way I, I, I studied. That's the way I, I told you last time. That's the way Lord taught me. The word stand was finally my brother. Like we usually read from 10 to 17. But I read from 14 to 17. And then from 11 to 14, 13. And then I'm reading the word stand. Which says finally my brother be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. That's how Lord taught me that. Let me pull out my, the, amplify, the passion, translation, passion translation of this verse says, there is supernatural explosive power flowing in you when you fellowship with the Lord and flowing out of you when you stand. There's a power that when you fellowship with the Lord that comes in you without even knowing. You're here, you're fellowship with the word. You're here, you're listening. You don't see anything in the natural, but there is some supernatural power that is going into each one of you today. Each one of you are not leaving empty-handed. You may have come empty-handed. You may have come heavy, defeated, or something in your life, but you are taking some power today to stand and go and win. Amen? That is what supernatural power of God. That is what called explosive power of God. That only comes to you when you go into his presence and come out of his presence and then you fight. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen? Therefore, stand. Therefore, stand. Amen? The only issue... I have seen in people's life is only issue I have seen, I have small congregation, I have seen one thing in people's life, they don't stand. They quit too fast, too easily. They, 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 they think, oh, maybe for one week I stood, for two weeks I stood, maybe for one month I stood. No, how bad you want. How bad you want. If you, it says you can, you, there's no scripture that says you have to stand for five days, you have to stand for five years. The Bible says just stand. Amen. The Bible just says, stand. I don't know how long, but if you stand, it will surely come to pass. If you stand, it will surely happen the way it needs to happen. My belt is going down. Let me fix it. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah? It doesn't say the days. The days are not num- written anywhere. It just says, stand therefore. Having done all, just stand therefore. Having done all, just stand. Hallelujah? Hallelujah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen? <laughs> I have to see the time. Because Reverend uh, Taylor makes me nervous. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you all have this. You all have these weapons. You have all these 
power available to you, but only the ones, how you put it on when you put, go into his presence. Amen. When you go into his presence every day, studying at home, praying at home, worshiping at home, we can't look for a heaven tailor every day at home. We have to worship our own. We have to find our own rhythm. We have to find our own way. Amen? Amen. When you worship, when you, when you read the word, when you study, when you pray, you are putting, without even knowing, you are putting on those armor. You are without even saying, you are putting on those pieces. Without even saying. Amen? Amen? Right. And we need these. The Bible says, you must wear the Passion Translation, you must wear because God knows some things coming in each one of us lives that we need to be able to overcome. And without that armor of God, without going into his presence, you will never put that armor. And when you can put the armor, you will surely be a simple prey for him. The one who looks like a lion, but he wants to devour those those who are weak, yeah. those who are feeble, mm -hmm. those who are just alone, those who are just swaggering alone by themselves. Yeah. No, he cannot do that. He will not do that. He should not do that. If we go and put on these things and say, I'm standing, I'm believing for something, I'm standing, yeah. and it will come to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Can I say something? <laughs> Let me say in a way. We live in this world. There are many rights, many privileges, this world says, I came from third world country. I know one thing, I have a mentality of that. You don't get in life what you deserve. You get in life what you fight for. You don't get what you deserve. Oh, I deserve this. People have accidents every day, pedestrian being hit, pedestrian being killed. Oh, I had a ride walking, saying I passed. You have eyes, open. If he's coming speed, why are you walking? Just stop. <laughs> If he's coming 80, like he can't stop, you stop. But I have the right. See? We do not get anything in life. What do you think you deserve or what do you think this is mine, my right? You only get what you fight for. Amen? You fight for, you get for. And our lives today represent, look, and show what you have fought for in the last year. What you have fought for last month. Your life looks today now. People don't need to see anything else. People don't need to even hear your words. They just look at your life and say, oh, this guy stood for something. Look at him where he is. Hmm? They just need to say that. They see, oh, looks like this guy has a fighting mentality. This guy hmm, must have done something in the private that God has openly done something for him. You don't need to do anything behind. Just go into his presence. Just stand. Just learn. Just love. Just fellowship with him. Everything will come to pass. Amen? Hallelujah? Hallelujah? So put that thing out of it, out of your mind. That, oh, I have the right. I have the privilege. Yes, there are rights. Healing is our right. How many are sick? It's our privilege. God-given. How many are weak? How many are sick? How many are dying prematurely? Why? Because they're not fighting for what is God. Amen? Hallelujah? We have to have that fighting mentality. We have, that's why the New Testament, uh, Paul shows that, Analogy of three people, right? Farmers, the athletes, and what one soldier. And the Bible even says that we are the soldier of Lord Jesus Christ. We are here to please him who has enlisted us, not in the world. And the, the people of the world, the soldiers, do not entangle themselves. Do not put themselves into the things of this world. But they stand afar off. They are in the world, but they are off the world. They stand afar off knowing Clear mentality, what God has called for them, and standing and fighting for what God has called for them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Paul, Paul put that analogy there. Yeah. 
Paul put that. Soldiers are always aware. Soldiers are always fighting. Farmers are always ready to work. Farmers are not five days a week. Farmers are not uh, six months a year. I'm not from a farmer. My, my back home, my parents are from farmers. My grandparents, they did the farming and stuff. I used to go to my uncle's and aunt's place. And my, I was like 16, 15, 14, 17 till that time when I used to go. I had cousins my age. I used to go and they used to say at night time, I'm going out. Like, why are you going out at this time? Why oh, I'm going to the fields. Why? Or oh, have, have to do something. In India, there's not a very good irrigation system. There's not a great irrigation system. So what they have, they have to give uh, water to their fields. They have one uh, small creek passing between hundreds of acres of land. So the people go at nighttime. They have shifts. They go, today's my shift from 12 to 3 in the morning. They go and they break that, the pathway so the water comes to their field. For three hours, they sit and watch and then close and then come and home and sleep. And then wake up in the morning and see, is it over flooded? Is it less? Is it too much? They, it's constant. Wow. It's not one day. It's not six days. It's not taking off. So that's how the analogy is that the fighters, they cannot take off their eyes. The, the farmers, they cannot take off their things like what they are doing. So same is with us. We cannot say, I need the armor today because I'm in a battle. I won the battle. I got my testimony. I got what I believe for. Let me remove it. You cannot remove it. You have to wear all the time. So means you have to go in the presence of God all the times. Every day. Not once a day. Not five days a week. Seven days a week. So you have to find time. You have to perform everything in that time. And find a right time, a fit to go into his presence. Because in his presence only the suit is there. In his presence only this armor belongs. In his presence only you can wear that. Amen. Or you say, but I can say before going in the prayer or before going to work, I put on this, I put on that, I put on that. I'm running now. I'm late. If I run, my belt will come off. And if you run like that, something will come off from you too. Right? Hallelujah. So that's what we need. That's what we want. That's what we should be doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's what Soldiers, farmers, and that's what athletes do. They practice every day. Yeah. They practice every day. Ask their stories. These big guys who are the world-famous soccer stars, uh, world-famous tennis stars, ask their stories. They were three-year-old. They were playing golf. They were three-year-old. They had a feet and the football and their feet. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And now they are 33, and they are sitting on the top of the world. They are making money. What all together we are not making in their life even. And they are making in a week or two weeks, I guess. Right? What? But they did every day. So that's what armor is for every day. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. So we have that armor. We have that armor. And what, what we need to do is we need to stand. We need to stand. Putting on whole armor of God, stand. Having done all to stand, stand still. Still stand. Amen? Hallelujah. Because, I will, uh, because of time, I'll show you just a little bit. <laughs> Let's go to 78 Psalm. Let's go to Psalm 78. Psalm 78. Psalm 78. And verse 9 and 10. The verse 9 says, 
the children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. The ch children of Ephraim, I say Ephraim because my son's name is Ephraim. I'll say Ephraim here because you know Ephraim. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of a battle. They turned back. See here listed, the children of Ephraim being armed and carrying bows. What does that represent? Means they were fully equipped. They were fully having the abundance of everything they were needed to do whatever they have called to do. The, uh, the tribe of Ephraim, Ephraim is one of the huge biggest tribes. He is one of the huge biggest tribes and having all the blessings because he was preferred over the other one, remember? So he has everything. He was fully equipped. He had all the analogy. He had all the power. He had all the soldiers. He had everything in him, with him, around him. And he, in the time of when he faced some things, he threw his, he threw his armor. He threw his uh, shield. He threw his um, everything, sword, and he ran back. Right. You think so? He ran back because of him running, running back, because of him going off. It affected the whole Israel. It affected whole Israel because all those tribes were together. All those tribes were together. One tribe missed. Everybody missed. We all are one team. You one time miss. It's not we don't miss. We all miss sometimes. We all are one big family. We all are one in Christ. We all are called together for something. In such a time now, in such a place now, we all are called together. One miss, it affects all. Yes. It affects all. Yes. Yeah, it affects all. Amen? It affects all. But here it says, they being armed and carrying bows, turn back. But what we are called to say, turn back, what we are called to do? Turn back, but we are called to do what? Stand. We have the armor. They have the armor. We have God. They have God. They had God. What was the only thing what was missing and what, what differentiated we can have with them? What was the only difference? They didn't stand. We are called to stand. If they stood, they would have won. If we stand, we will win. But they didn't stand. They, they lost. Anything you believe, everything, whatever you believe, according to the word of God and according to the will of the Father and Holy Ghost, it has to come to pass. It's just a matter how long can you stand? How much ability you have in you to stand? How much you have in you that you will never quit? Hmm? It's not up to God. It's not up to the devil. It's up to you. It's not up to God or not the devil. It's up to you. Hmm? All these ministers... You will never see things. We will never see ministers, all of us standing and sitting in the front row, will never see things come to pass if we don't fight and stand. If we stand and don't fight, we will never see. You know, Pastor Keg, he says how this ministry was birthed, how many people opposed, but he stood. We are here, the fruit of that standing. We are the fruit of that standing. If that day, Pastor Kegel said, oh, it's too great the opposition. It's too great. I cannot handle. I am like the children of Ephraim. I'm throwing everything. I'm running. I'll go somewhere else. I'll do something else. I'll have something else to do. Right. We would have never seen each other. Yeah. We would have never met each other like this. We have not even had the closeness we have now that way. 
it was because that man and that woman, Pastor Craig and Pastor Lee, make a conscious decision. They said, doesn't matter what comes against us. Doesn't matter. Everybody leaves us. Because there were times people were leaving. He said, no matter who leaves and who stands, I'm standing. And he stood. God stood with him. And it came to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. These are, this is the way the ministries are birthed. And it, this armor is not just for the ministers. It's for everyone who is sitting here. It's for every single believer. It's for every single. Because the ministers believe for their ministries. But you are believing some things for your lives. Huh? How will it come to pass? The same way it came to pass for him. He stood, you stand. He stood, you stand. He fought, you fight. It will come to pass. Hallelujah. Because God has promised, having done all to stand, you stand. And the victory is yours. Amen. Anything you ask for, anything you believe, it will come to pass. But you need to stand. I cannot do your standing. You need to stand. Pastor cannot carry your armor. You need to carry your armor. Pastor cannot put your armor. You need to carry your armor. You say, but pastor can quench. Reverend Taylor can quench some fairy darts. We cannot quench. Nobody can quench anybody's. Reverend Greg and Sister Sanya, they are two different. They are one in spirit, one in father, one in before God. But they are two different people. They are two different minds. Satan can attack differently. But they both have to have the armor of God in front of them, quenching every single thing that he's throwing and standing and standing and standing. Amen. There are things God has called for her couples together, but the minds are different. Huh? Satan can attack her the different way and him the different way. Tempt her the different way, him the other way. But we all are called to stand. We are all called to put on the armor of God and stand. And having done all to stand, still stand. Because the victory is ours, God has promised us. Amen? Hallelujah. He said, I'm with you like I was with Moses. But you need to, Joshua, stand. You need to stand in front of the city, march around that city. It was his standing. It was his believing. It was his raising faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's all we are called to do. That's what we are called to do in this time. Amen. The children of Ephraim have a bad testimony. It will be in their name forever. That they being equipped, they being having everything to win a battle through their armors, through their swords, through everything they contained, had and said, oh, it looks like they are too strong. Yeah. Look, right. no, we cannot, doesn't matter how big the opposition can come. You know why I love David's stories? David said, I have killed the lion. I've killed the bear. That came to took my sheep. That came, took one out of the lamb. Huh? I stood and I Chased them back and tear them apart and took my lamb back. And then he said, how, what this Philistine can do to me? I'll stand here and I'll fight with him. And he won because God was with him. What do you think? He was the Old Testament person, God without in him. How much more like Reverend Taylor was saying in the front, in the starting of the service. Holy Ghost is in us. The greater one is in us. The greater one is in us. The who is greater? Uh, with whom? Greater than the one who is against us. The devil is against us. Hmm? Yeah. The Bible says, like a lion who roameth, he's against us. And the one who's inside of us is our Holy Ghost. Yeah. If he's with us, the armor is with us, how can we lose? How can we lose? Everything we can win. Anything God asks us to do, we can do. Anything God assigns us to do, we should be able to do. Hallelujah. The only problem can be, as I said, if you don't go into his presence... His presence will not come with you. 
if you don't go into his presence, you won't be able to wear the suit the way he wants you to wear. Yeah. Needs to remind myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We have what we need to win. We have what we need to live a victorious life. The Bible says we have been given the warfare, the weapons of warfare are not carnal, they are what? Mighty. To win every single battle, to stand against anything Satan has for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I take you to 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel? And 30th chapter, 1 Samuel, chapter 30. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 Samuel, chapter 30 says, let me read this. The story is very good. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day and the the kites had invaded the south and Ziklag and attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the captive, the women and those who were with them, small to great. They did not kill anyone but carried them all with them on their way. So David and his men came to the city. There it was burned with fire. Their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. And then the David, then David and the people were with him. They lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. David's two wives, they were taken captive too. If anybody had an issue, if anybody had a problem, if anybody had faced biggest trouble, I think so it was David and his people. Imagine going to your home and everything being raided and nothing being left. Not even a wife, not even a kid. How, how will you feel? Huh? How will you feel? The Bible says when he came, everything, this is written for you in front of you. That they have taken his wives. They have taken people from small to great. All their wives, sons, their daughters, they have been taken captive. And David and his men, they lifted up their voice and they wept until there was no more to weep. Yes, there is a time to cry. Yes, there is a time to cry. But crying will never win you the battles. Crying will never take you to where you want to go. Crying will never bring some things back from who has stolen from you. You can cry. You can cry for a day. You can cry for two days. You can cry for five days. We can tell you how many long days you have been crying because your eyes will tell. But one day you have to stop crying. One day you have to pick your up. Right? One day you have to encourage yourself. That's what David The Bible says David was greatly depressed. Look, distressed. The poor guy. His wife has been taken. Hmm? His relatives have been taken. And then the people spoke of stoning him. Look. His group is coming. He, they went together. They won a battle. They came. They must be thinking, oh, let's go to your place. You cook this. You cook that. We'll have a party here. We'll have a party there. They find the, the stoves are taken. <laughs> There's nothing left. There's nothing left. So what do we do? I don't know what to do. But they said, they, kept, they cried, they cried. And one, until they have left with no tear, then they took the stones and said, it is because of you. Yeah. Right. They never said the devil. It's because of you. Like what Christians do mostly today. Oh, it's not because of Satan. It's because of my brother and sister. It's because of, uh, they are trying to fight among us. The Bible says, you have not to fight with flesh and blood. You have to fight with the one who is behind those things. Yes. That's what he says. They said, oh, let's stone him. Let's stone him and we will get our wives back. Let's put him to death and we will have great victory. Mm -hmm. What victory? Your wife will never come back. Your son will never see grow up. You will never see your daughter marry. No, you will not see these things. But 
<laughs> How badly David must have felt, tell me. Can you imagine his heart? Can you imagine, like, I have fought for these people. I've stood for these people. I've lived with these people. And now these people are turned against me and they're trying to stone me. And like, my wife is taken too, guy. I'm alone too. Like, my wife is gone too. My kids are gone too. It's not yours only. Right? That's why when, I, when last time I said when First Peter, it says, withstand the devil. Right? Knowing this thing, that you are not the only one in the world who has been going through this. Because people say, I'm the only one. I'm the only one. I'm the one only who is suffering. Pastor doesn't know my feelings. Pastor doesn't know. Because pastors cannot make you emotional. Pastor has to make you spiritual. Because emotionalism will never win what you are trying to win. You have to be spiritual. You have to fight. And you cannot fight without the armor. You cannot fight without being in the spirit. Hmm? Hallelujah. He said, because the soul of all people were grieved. Sure it was. Every man has son, daughters. They have been taken. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. David had to do something. David has to do something. How did he strengthen? How he encouraged himself? He encouraged, must have, he must have thought, Lord, wait. You are with me. You have not left me. Maybe my wife is not here, but you are still with me. Maybe anybody else, all these people, they are trying to stone, they are against me. But you are not with, against me. You are with me. Huh? If you are with me, everybody is against me. I care less. I can win everything. I can take out everything. And he said, he, he encouraged. That's what the Bible says. Put, uh, when, when we say Ephesians, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You have to be strong. You have to know what his presence is. You have to know it's the strength of the Holy Ghost that is in you. It's the strength of, and the might of the Lord that you depend upon. Not anything else. Amen? He encouraged. He encouraged himself. Lord, you gave me victory that time. You gave me victory from that Goliath. You gave me victory from those uh, lions and bears. You gave me, I chased them back. Remember, Bible says, he said, when they used to take a sheep from my lamb, from that fold, and he goes to, he, went, he used to go back. He used to chase them back. Mm -hmm. And then he used to take them back. Then he said, oh, then this must have been by the spirit. Encouraging, encouraging. That was my sheep. This is my wife. If I went for them, I can go for them. He encouraged Lord. Should I go back? Should I go back? Lord, should I go back? Lord says, you go back. You will not only win, but you will recover everything what has been stolen. You have, will not only win, you will recover all. The story ends this way, that he has to recover all, not only just few or things. For the sake of time, if you read the whole story, the Bible says not even one person was hurt, not even one was missing, nothing was lacked. Everything that those people, those, MLR, those kites, they stole, it was recovered. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. There are things for us. There are things for the church. There are things for individual of us. Everything has been put in place for us. But Satan and the enemy, who is the one who steals, kills, and destroys, is after that. If we don't stand, if we don't take our guard, if we don't put our these armor and take a stand, those things will be lost. And Satan wants things to be lost. Satan wants even, can I say, Satan will, would love this revival to be lost too. He would love to do that. 
He will love because he doesn't want the people to know who the power has, who has the power. He doesn't want to know the Christ, real Christ, the powerful Christ. He doesn't want the people to know. He doesn't want the religious people to know these things. He will love that this, even this thing be lost. But does it depend upon him or God? It depends upon us. What we can recover, what can be lost. It is not upon him. He cannot steal a thing from you if you allow, don't allow him. Amen. He cannot steal a single thing from you if you don't allow him. Amen. Why? He, can he work in your life without your permission? No, he cannot. He doesn't have the authority. The Bible says authority has been given to us. But can I say, we all know the authority has been given to us. But with that authority, the responsibility to use that authority is given to you, not to your pastor. It's not given to me alone. It's given to all. It's not given to Reverend Taylor for all because he's the keeper. He's, the, he's, the, he's, he's taking care of you. No, it has been given to you all. And the responsibility to use that authority has been given to you all. For your own private lives, for your own personal lives, and for the local church too. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not just pastors that who will stand here and stand for their ministry. It's you who will join and stand with them and then will win. Hallelujah. Because one man cannot take. David couldn't go by himself. David encouraged himself. David heard from the Lord like pastors hear from the Lord. And he said to the people, oh, by the way, I've heard from the Lord. This is what the Lord has showed me. Let's go together. And they said, let's go together. There was a unity. And we will require that unity in these days. We will require that. We will require because without that, we won't be able to put the fight we need to put. And without putting fight and standing, we won't be able to receive all what God has promised for all. Hallelujah. God has promised for church some things. God has promised for, you see, the Bible says in the end days, I will pour my spirit. There is a pouring that is required. That is the pouring that God wants. There is a pouring Satan knows that is coming. But without we being standing and hungry enough to receive that pouring, it will never come. There's some things we need to do. Hallelujah. It's we have to put on the armor. It's we have to go into his presence. It's we who have to fight and stand. But the battle is God's. His power will work through you. His power will be behind you. Hallelujah. We just need to stand. Heaven backs us up. If you don't stand for anything, heaven cannot back you up. Heaven has all the power. Heaven has all the mighty angels. Heaven has all these mighty people who have gone before us, who knows God better than any one of us sitting here. They are there sitting. If heaven has those people, everybody's watching us, everybody's backing us, everybody's cheering us. What we need to do is just stand. Just stand. Don't give up. Don't give up. Whatever you are believing, don't give up. Don't give up. Last time I said, I knew by the spirit, I said, that I don't care how, many, how far your kids have gone. But I know one thing, they have not gone far from the eyes of the Lord. They are still on earth. The earth is the Lord. The authority is yours. You have to exercise it. You have to stand in the gap. I bet you, God will bring them back. God knows how to recover all. God knows how to bring back all. We were once his. We were lost, but he recovered us. Hallelujah. How, how, how hard it is for him to recover anything else. So stop being pity party. Stop being, uh, I'm the only alone being, <laughs> I'm the only one who, what do you call, martyr? Who, I'm the only one here. No, 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 you're not the only one. There are people who, who go through. Some tell, some don't. Some show, some don't. Hallelujah. But when you, it doesn't matter you show or not. It doesn't matter. Only matter is you stand or not. 
only matter is you stand or not. If you stand, the victory is promised. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The authority is not with Satan. The authority is with the church. The authority is not given to him to rule over us. The Bible says we can reign and rule over him through Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We are called to rule and reign. Hallelujah. Not him over us. Hallelujah. He cannot rule or reign over us in a single battle, in a single way, in a single manner, in a single, in any area of our lives. He cannot. Only when you allow. Only when you allow. You allow, he will come. You allow, he, you, he threw, you threw, uh, he threw a fairy dart, you don't take up the shield, and you say, oh, no, no, that's okay, I'm too tired, I'm too busy. Then the shoot arrow comes into your head. And one sinking in your head can sink your whole life. Hmm? One can sink your whole life. I remember a story one time somebody shared. There was one couple, and the wife at her work there was one man who used to just give her a thought, if we were married, if we were married, she didn't care first. One day she thought, she was frustrated from home. She thought, oh, what if I were married to him? Within six months, she had left her husband, been with this man into gross sin, and marriage fell apart, family fell apart. Until, until, Somebody prayed for them, somebody stood for them, encouraged both of them, and they started fighting. It was restored later, later, but at one shot, he took it all. One thought, he took it all. But we, why, he, why, why, why was he able to take it? Because they allowed it. They allowed it. They couldn't pick up their shield, they couldn't pick up their sword, and they didn't fight him, they allowed him. We are standing, fight. You cannot fight like that. The Bible says, put on the armor, then only you will be able to fight. And then when you fight, you are promised to win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he throws that fear darts at work or anywhere, you have to pick up the shield and say, no, Satan, that, that's not going to work. That's not going to work over here. That's the wrong address. That's the wrong place. Sorry. No, 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 no. Get out here. If she had done that, he would have left her alone. He might have buffeted her one or two, three weeks, but he would have left. Her alone for sure, but she didn't say that, and she, 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 she was gone. See, one thought, one thought into that, into that head, one thought in here, <laughs> took it off. But we are called to have the shield. Shield is there to quench the arrows, not your head. <laughs> shield is to quench the arrows, not the head. Shield is to quench, and the sword is to attack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Putting on the whole armor of God. Putting on the whole armor of God. Whole armor of God. Then Bible says we must wear this armor because God has provided. Why won't you take something when God has provided? Do you know the best for yourself or God knows the best for yourself? Yeah. Tell me one thing. If you think you know the best, then there's a pride issue first of all. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's fix that one. Right? And Satan had that thing in his life, and he was gone out of the presence of God. We are called to go into his presence, not out of his presence. We are called to go into his presence and get filled with the explosive power, and then stand, and then the explosive power flows out of us, and we win the battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We have been given that armor of God, but it's our job to put it on. How we put it on? By going into his presence. By spending every day 
That's why for me, Christianity is very simple. It's everyday lifestyle. It's not a showpiece. It's not a, a performance. Fun, I'll be very honest with you. I know the time is coming. <laughs> uh, the first time I was nervous when Pastor Kick said to come here and do this thing. And uh, I was like, Lord, what to do, what to do? I was like, listen, I don't know. You must have slept very good those weeks. I didn't. I didn't sleep on Monday, Tuesday. I didn't eat for two days. Man, I was, I was done. You, got, you must be confident. I'm not that confident in that time. So I was like, Lord, how, what to do? How can I perform? He said, you're not to perform. You are to show what you do. You cannot perform. You are a Christian. You cannot perform. You are who you are. You do what you do at home, you show what you do at home. You live for me, you prove that for them. Because if you do start going there and performing, you will be failure biggest. That's why we say, do not copy each other. That's why if you came here to see Pastor Kek and I was here, don't be discouraged. I'm different a little bit. <laughs> right? Everybody is different. Reverend Taylor is different. Reverend Greg is different. Everybody has different flow. But as long as you receive the word, that blesses you. Amen. Amen. As long as you say, this word was for me, I take it. I'll never leave it. I'll put it in my heart. The faith will come out of it and the victory is mine. Doesn't matter who was standing here. Next time I come, if you still think, close your eyes and listen for 15 minutes, please. <laughs> if that helps, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you receive today? Did you receive? That we are not to be the children of Ephraim who were equipped, but they threw everything. But we are the seed of David. Jesus was the root of David. We are that, that we are to stand like David did. And we will win every battle like David faced. Amen. Hallelujah. We will win every single fight like David fought and he won all because God was with him. If God was with him and God is with us, what can the Satan or enemy, what can he do to us? He cannot do anything to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you encouraged? Are you encouraged? Putting on the whole armor of God. I'll take my armor with me. Putting on the whole armor, whole pieces, not one piece, not two pieces, whole armor of God. Hallelujah. When you go into his presence, don't just say, oh, I'll take just few things which are beneficial for me. I'll leave these things. When pastor preaches, don't say, oh, this is beneficial for the next person sitting beside me. I don't need that. Just say, I'll take it all. I'll take it all. I'll put it all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God bless you. I believe I, have, I did what I was called to do. I was given that time to do. I was supposed to do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.